just finished a few hours ago mm-hmm. our first event in LVC with the Las Vegas Challenge. We've got two winners. One expected has been winning all weekend. Yeah. The other come from behind. The one that yep. was winning, obviously Katrina Allen. Yep. And the come from behind, Mr. Haramberg himself. That's right. Heimberg. Welcome to In The Basket, our new podcast about everything disc golf. My name's AJ. I'm going to be our facilitator for these little sessions that we have. And I'm here with Garth. The point guard, exactly. Uh, Setting up the plays, making the plays happen. I'm here with Kevin, as well as Jordan. Uh, We're going to start it off real easy, and we're going to start talking about All-Star Weekend. Kevin, send it. Um, yeah, so I don't know if this is like a hot take, maybe, um, but I was kind of bored with the all-star stuff this year. I don't know if it was because, and I'm not just saying like one person being out kind of changed it with Ricky not being there. I just felt it was kind of weird that team Ricky didn't have their Ricky. Yeah. So I was looking that was forward kind of a to a Paul versus Ricky. Yeah, I I, I, I want to see that battle. And I like Ricky a lot. I think he's obviously been playing well. And, um, I mean, he was a captain. So it would have been more fun if he was there. But I do like some of the competition stuff that they do. Um, some of the, like, skill stuff. Um, like, the accuracy one was pretty cool. I, I, I saw a lot. I didn't watch everything, but I watched a, a fair amount of clips. I saw, like, Chris Dickerson with a couple of good shots. Um, I think Sarah Oakham had an ace, right? Yes. The one ace of the event. That was yes. cool. Yes. Um, I, I mean, it was cool to, like, get some, you know, disc golf and get the juices flowing and everything. But, I don't know, were you guys, like, that interested in it, or is it just me? Uh, I would probably say the only interest that I had in it was because it was the first thing uh, yeah. for the season. Yeah. I mean, other than, other than that, there wasn't a huge draw. I mean... We had the bit, the big draw for me was what's, what's Simon going to do with this new bag? Yeah. Um, I, I think he, I think he benefited a ton. I think we'll talk about with, that more in a few minutes too, because from being able to play with, uh, James in the doubles. Yeah. 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 That was actually a little pretty bit cool there. to see them I, like, play together. Yeah. I, th- I think that that was huge, but, uh, I mean, other than that, there wasn't a, wasn't a huge draw for me. I mean, Obviously, with me being a Ricky guy, like I'm obviously happy that Team Ricky was able to pull it out. But yeah. I, uh, I was kind of upset that Ricky wasn't there. Happy that he got those nuggets, though. So uh, he went there on the last day. So yeah, I, he supported the team at that yeah. point. But. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But there was no like competition. He didn't I mean do from anything. It. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, um, I watched the whole thing. I think I, I maybe missed an hour or two somewhere, but. Uh, it was really cool. I, I'm a big fan of those kind of events where you get to kind of see what's going on. You get to have fun with it. Uh, it's not a super competitive environment, but right. I, I absolutely was missing the Ricky versus Paul because that that has been a storyline forever. And we finally got the let's get it. They built it up literally until the day before. And then we we had that mishap of not having Ricky. Um, really cool to see, though. 
Yeah. I'd like to see some different competitions or some different things that are added into it. Like, for example, a true celebrity game where we get people, celebrities in any facet that really take or play disc golf, take them, put them on the course that they're going to be playing for All-Star Weekend, yeah. maybe with some closer tees, and then see what they do. Have some fun with it. Mic them up like a mic'd up practice round and, yeah. and go. I think yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool to see. see. I'd like that. I'd also cool. like to see the uh, the distance change a little bit too, if we were adjusting things. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? There was some conversation around that. Do you do you count a roller as a long drive? Well, it's distance. Remember, so right. Okay, it's you're not right. A drive. I, I guess it's right. not, it's not, not a driving drive. contest. The wording a, is a little different. I, I I'm not like I. It wasn't illegal what he did. I don't think he was like cheating or anything, but I just feel like a roller shouldn't necessarily be in what I think of that competition should be. A roller shouldn't necessarily be counted the whole way. I feel like it's how like how far can it can the disc go before it hits the ground? But I guess in disc golf, a roller is still technically a drive. So I feel like I'm contradicting myself if I'm saying it's it's when it hits the ground. So you want it to be more like they do the world uh, distance competition. Yeah, I want it to be how far can it go before it touches the ground. But technically, if you throw a roller, I mean that's still legal. I mean, so you you could uh, you could for that distance competition have it be like an accuracy based where you have to hit it in like in a certain like almost an accuracy distance where you have it like tiered. Um, I don't know if there's a sport that does it or not, but like you go out like to a certain distance and like you see like how far you can go to where you can't hit the target anymore. It's almost like a high jump, but for okay. buffer driving. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think I personally like the way that they do it. I like that they have the OBs because in even I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure even in ball golf or regular golf, as I say, uh, when you do a long drive contest, you've got boundaries that you need to keep it in. Uh, it's not a full 360 on how far you can hit the ball. Right. Uh, and right. when you when you go, when it hits the ground, that is super biased at the same time. Just like OBs, where if I think this is where it hit, I even saw it a lot during this distance competition, where on camera it looked like that disc didn't touch the ground, or I guess it wasn't this one. It must have been the world disc. Uh, distance competition that they were doing it but they put the flag down and I'm like oh no I think it was like three feet further where that didn't matter in this case because three feet was not the difference in the drives in a close competition that's gonna matter yeah so yeah, that makes sense I think getting technology involved and figuring out how to actually track discs would make a distance competition be much more uh believable i guess where now we're just kind of going off what we think but anything right. else on all-star weekend or anything that we want to cover that has previously happened no all right so let's get into the big news we just finished a few hours ago mm -hmm. our first event in lvc with the las vegas challenge we've got two winners one expected has been winning all weekend yeah. The other come from behind. 
the one that yep. was winning, obviously Katrina Allen. Yep. And the come from behind, Mr. Haramberg himself, Kalis right. Heimberg. Um, let's start with the FPO just because I, I want to talk about Katrina Allen. What what was the number again we were talking about? She was 10 I up, think 11 strokes. 11 up? I think she had 11 strokes going into okay. today. Yeah, I mean, she's been playing really well. I, I you know, I, I, I'm a big Kristen Tatar fan, so her not being there, obviously, it, it's a little bit different. I think she was like the most, cons- outside of the injuries, obviously, last year, I think she was the most consistent um, on tour. But uh, Katrina's been playing really well, I think. And um, this was this was a competitive uh, final card, too, because oh, Missy yeah. Gannon made a great run at the end. And Holland Hanley had uh, a 9 too, yeah. Uh, I mean... Yeah, the, Missy it, it was, was on lead card, yeah. I think, and Holland was on chase card, and she yes. came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, not, she had a nine under. I'm looking at her card right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve birdies. That's pretty good. That's that's a good friggin' round. I mean, that's that's pretty good. So, uh, a lot of good competition, I think. Um, with this, uh, the one thing that I'm a little bit watching going into this season just because i know last year she had a rough year was um kona panis not a good start to her season i'm curious to see where she goes because she is dynamics like big fpo name that they have signed there i know they they um they lost um uh who signed with discraft this year not macy um uh, mallory right I don't know who you're Va- looking Va- for. Valerie? Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't Valerie. Know. Uh, Valerie. Sorry, I don't know why I said Mandelano. Mandelano. Valerie. Valerie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she signed with right? um, with Innova, I think. Or maybe it was Discraft. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. I'll have to look up. I but, think we're just making stuff um, up at this point. Couple, a couple of names, um, uh, you know, good names playing well this weekend. It was it was fun to watch. One I, um, thing that I will say about uh, Kona is she she's had a busy offseason. I think she got married. So she wasn't really fully focused on improving her game and getting better to really compete. And sometimes you're just off. Maybe this was just an off yep. day for her it happens. Uh, or an there, off weekend, rather. There was one big name, in my opinion, that had a quite an off weekend when it came to uh, his his uh, his round on Sunday. Unfortunately. We'll, we'll get there yeah. in a second. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll talk um, about him soon. Sorry, I've been talking a lot for FPO here. Was there anything else anyone... Yeah, I, I, just, out. I just want to I want to throw out a big uh, congratulations to uh, to Holland Hanley, Ella Hansen and Hannah Bloomrose for uh, qualifying for the uh, throw pink women's disc golf championship. Oh, uh, they got cool. they nice. punched their ticket uh, through this event. Um, so uh, look forward to watching them at the end of the yeah. season at that tournament. Um, cool. I mean, quick comment on Kona. Um, I do know I did see a post that she put up on social media that she's probably going to be taking a little bit of time off to figure everything out. Um, but she wanted to play this first event. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, tied 15th really isn't something to, uh, to kind of scoff at. She, she made the cut 15. She, she made the cut. Uh, she shot for overall on the weekend. Uh, plus one. I mean, that's, Hey, if I could do that, I'd love that. Um, but I mean that that's all I got on the FPO. AJ, you got anything to add to that one before we move on? Uh no, I think I think it was a good competition. Obviously, we haven't mentioned it yet, but uh the fact that Paige wasn't there 
kind of kind of unfortunate, but I think she's playing Waco. Is she? Yeah, she's registered. I think for Waco. she's there. Yeah. So uh, it'll be good to see that kind of battle come back. Uh, yeah. I don't know when Kristen's back, but she's she's the, registered for Waco too. Oh, perfect. So oh, nice. we'll have we'll have all the big players at Waco. That should be uh, that should be exciting to watch. I'm super into live disc golf, so any yeah. Ed, the more people we can get killing it, the better. I I was a little upset that Cat was so far ahead that I think she did it on purpose, where she let them come up a little bit and then, oh, then she's playing it a little safe bit, closer, a little bit probably too. Do, you we, know do I mean? we have a we have a little bit of a hot take alarm there on that one? Listen, she was she was just relaxing, having fun, and and putting the disc in the basket, you know. Uh, as for MPO, it yeah. was kind of uh, a fire. There was a lot going on, a lot of names jumping around, yep. a lot of people that could have won up until the last like four or five holes. Uh, some funny things happened with people's discs. Some people were hit, some geese were hit, some lines were hit that helped yeah. discs stay in. So there was a lot of factors that kind of came in that changed the way that that outcome could have been. Would have loved to see Kevin take it. Big uh, Kevin Jones guy, but AJ also USA. huge Calvin Heimberg guy. I honestly, I think if you're in the top 15, let's be real, the top 30, I'm a huge U fan. So there's there's no one that I wouldn't have liked to see win, uh, but I would have loved the storyline that KJ winning would have brought up, um, which let's just talk about it real quick. Is he an elite player? Personally, I think so. I, I yeah. don't think there's a person yeah. in this planet who thinks he's not except for one company. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, I think Kevin's elite uh, for sure. So upset he couldn't couldn't pull out the win, probably less than him. But happy for Calvin. Love little that, um, little stat Mando fact for you here, just throwing mm-hmm. in as uh, as we go along. Uh, Kevin Jones, uh, he had two elite majors uh, that he was outright leading in the final round that he went on to win. That was the 2020 Green Mountain and 2019 uh, Idlewild. Um, but he's failed to do it uh, six times uh, when he has the lead going into the final round. So... KJ USA, nice guy, like him, fun player to watch. Nice. Maybe not clutch. Just saying. Yikes. Just, just saying, might not have the clutch gene. He's got to okay. put the pedal on the gas a little bit more when it comes to that last day. Although he did have a good round, right? I mean, yeah. was yeah, he wasn't. I'm looking. Bad. Bad. I mean, he he well, lost by well. Well, I mean, he had strokes. a three under, so comparatively not great. But I mean, that wasn't terrible. I well, mean, he had, a two, uh, he had a two-stroke lead, though, so it wasn't like right. he was like Katrina, where he could kind of yeah. let off the gas a little bit. He right. didn't have that that buffer. Go ahead, Jordan. I, I was I was just gonna say he tied he tied for second, so I mean, still a great showing. Um, I still don't believe that. I still think it's wrong. I, there's had, no way he, he got second a six outright? on eighteen. I watched it. Unless I missed a stroke, I think he came in solo second. I think Philo even said it during the broadcast that he still secured a solo second. So we'll have to double check on that. But I'm, yeah, who knows? I mean, another shout out though. I mean, the guys that earned their uh, their spots in the USDGC. Uh, we got Ezra. We got KJ. 
We got Drew, Drew Gibson, and then uh, Drew Gibson. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be his caddy. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here first. I'm, I'm going to butcher this name. The last spot earned uh, today was Zach Arlinghouse. Did I say that right? No, no, you didn't. You did not butcher it at all. Perfect. Ooh. Yeah. Can we talk about Ezra for a second? I feel like that's a name you don't see normally that high up. Killing it. Uh, on the leaderboard. And uh, no, nothing against him. I'm just a great, great showing 11 under from him today. Yeah. I mean, good round. I think it's about um, time. Yeah. It's about yeah, time. I, I think good. he's he's got the arm strength. He's got the talent. Like, he's just inconsistent, I feel like. So if he can kind of string together nice rounds like that after a while, I, I think he can be a player this year. There were a lot of good last final rounds. Uh, you had Ezra at 11 under, Kyle Klein yep. at 10 under, Matt Bell with 12 under. Eddie Bell. So, yeah, Matt Bell. Only one bogey on Matt under. Bell's card, which is oh. crazy. Real, real good round. All right. Um, let's look at a couple of names a little bit further down the uh, <laughs> the scoreboard here. Before we get to Simon, which I think yeah. warrants a bigger conversation because of his offseason and everything. Nate Sexton ended up uh, tied for 43rd, right? Uh, I just, uh, again, shout out Statmando. Great Twitter mm-hmm. follow if you guys uh, don't follow them. They just tweet out a bunch of awesome uh, DGPT stats. Um, they had this one about Nate that I thought was really interesting earlier. Nate Sexton secures a, a cash position at LVC, growing his elite major cash streak to 114 consecutive events. It's the longest active streak on the DGPT. He's earned over $130,000 during that streak. That's pretty crazy. That's consistency so- right there. That's that's really good. That Like, that's, I, I know, you know. Obviously, a lot of people know Nate from Jomez, and he's obviously had a good career, but more recently hasn't finished that high up on the leaderboard on a lot of these events, at least within the last you know year or so. But that consistency is still like really, really impressive to me. That, I mean, 114 straight events securing a cash streak, like a a, a, um, a cash position. I mean, um, that's that's nothing to scoff at. Like that's impressive. Oh, that's good. That's that's longevity. I think uh, last year, Kale LaVisca just lost his. I think he didn't cash last year and stopped his streak because both of them had a super long streak going. Yeah. Um, but that is super cool. That's crazy. Now, you hinted to it before. Let's yeah. talk about him. The boy, the Massachusetts man. That's my guy. The MVP, I, Simon. Simon. Number I, one in my heart. Okay. The first two I rounds. Love- first two rounds. I don't remember yesterday's round so i it may have even been the first three rounds but he was killing it what was he lead card on day two he was on the lead card i know he was feature card round one so he was there either way but yeah i'm pretty sure he was lead card round two killing it it looked like this was the best decision he ever made moving to mvp and i even all-star weekend killing yeah he was crushing him simon shot a three under yesterday Okay, yeah, so th- that that better probably than... started his movement down though, because everyone else was shooting better, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean that, was, that was definitely we were in the lower eight, end. nine. We were yeah, he in the eight or three nine over under. three over for this final round. So he made the cut by one stroke. So that's yeah. like one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, seven. I mean, eight it, eight bogeys today. That's just that's not going to get it done. That's yeah. That's a that's me on the card, and me and Simon should never have the same card. I'll say that. That's uh, that's you on a good day on the card. That's, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's me on like the best day I've ever had. Let's be two, honest. Two hundred feet closer to the holes, too. By the way, yeah. Let's, let's let's throw that one in there too. 
Listen, nothing against Simon. I love him. But uh, there's going to be some growing pains, obviously. I don't know how much you guys watch of his, um, like, vlogs or, or any of his, uh, like, YouTube videos. But he kind of has talked about it recently, about trying to figure out which discs he's using for MVP now. And um, I, I don't know if he quite has his putter down yet. That was something he talked about in a, in a recent video. He was using the Envy at one point, but he said he took it out of the and bag. He's out and of now, the bag, yeah. That yeah, he, he's been trying to figure out exactly what he's going to do, I feel like, putting-wise. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Simon can be streaky sometimes, I feel like. But when he's on, it's like lights out. I, I mean, it's he's as good as anyone else. So uh, give him some time. Get you know, Let him adjust to new discs. It's I'm sure it's not, you know been easy it's been how many months at this point like two three at most yeah i think november is when he stopped or no december is when he stopped november he started talking about something maybe um but the whole time until he announced he wasn't able to throw so i think he's only been throwing for maybe a month right right Right. uh side note i looked up Simon's in the bag and uh there's a website discgolffanatic.com thank you for this by the way um he's got his in the bag right here listed mm-hmm. and his putting putter is the anode which I think he talked about in the last video that he really liked mm-hmm. um he was killing putting early he was killing it putting uh the first two rounds I think the anode what? the anode who makes that is that an axiom no it's an mvp no MVP. that's an mvp yeah okay. It's it's uh I think it's like a white rim with a black plate flight plate. No 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 opposite black rim white flight plate. Oh yeah yeah he got rid You're of right. the uh he got rid of the stamps yeah, what was that were on him. The other one eh no biggie. But yeah Simon unfortunate but first round or first yeah. tournament first right. tournament new bag at the same time though speaking of new bags mm-hmm. um the boy AB. Killing yeah, it. A- AB. Yeah, yeah. Until today. And I like the glasses, I, I still, by the way. Is that a new thing he's going to be doing all the time? I I feel like he's always been a glasses guy. I, he, he I wears feel the like glasses he's always all been a, sun, the time, a sunglasses guy. At least yeah, since since I mean. I've been disc golfing, I think. Oh, I feel like uh, I've seen him without them, but maybe maybe I'm. I'm I could be I could be mis misremembering as well. I like the look though. I like I like the killing look. Killing it. Say it. Yeah. Killing it. Um. So you got. Anthony Barella, obviously, yep. A.B., killing it, yep. new bag. Emerson Keith, I think, is in a new bag, too, right? He, right. he went to he, Lone Star, is that right? Right. Yeah, he left uh, D.D. Killing it in a new bag. Yep. Um, Latitude. Latitude. Though. Yeah. yeah same trilogy. diff, but yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, technically not same diff. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Mason Ford. Not not terrible. He tied 25th. Um, new bag. Then you also have Gavin Babcock, who unfortunately hurt his ankle. So he had to DNF, I think, after round two, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I was watching his Instagram story. I guess he climbed a tree to get his disc, had to drop down four feet, landed on a rock, and twisted his ankle. Oh. So I think he sprained it. But that's terrible. One, yeah. why does he have to do that just to get a no-loss yeah, right? disc penalty? That's crazy. Um, let somebody else go get it, or why is there a lost disc penalty? Yeah. I think you can search for it, and then if it's gone, it's gone. Think about think about a lost ball um, 
penalty in golf. Right. That would be, I would never score less than a thousand. I think I, I lose I 900 mean, balls yeah. around. Forget about so, it. So that's crazy. And then uh, the other DNF is big germ. Yeah. Big germ, not a new bag, but big germ had to back out. Um, yeah. Ankle. He hurt his, his ankle. ankle. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Something was going on with his uh, ankle. I think I saw an Instagram story from yesterday or maybe today that he like took medicine for it and he was feeling better than he was before the before the round even or before the tournament even started. So gotcha. hopefully it was just a little anomaly and, and he'll get right back to it. Yep. Um, speaking of people with new bags, can we talk about the fifth uh, ranked uh, disc golfer in the world out of Urbandale, Iowa, uh, an 18 year old by the name of Gannon Burr. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Mr. Burr. So, is he 18? Is he 18 now? Cause I'm pretty sure he's still 17. Is he still 17? I think he's still 17. Okay. Um, beyond the whole prodigy thing, which we can get into in a second, uh, because I wasn't really paying attention and tell me if they, they were talking about it on the broadcast. Was he throwing Lone Star, or was that just like no. from All Star Weekend? What was he no. throwing this week? He was throwing Prodigy. He's he was throwing, Prodigy he's only thrown Prodigy. Yeah, he okay, so he didn't throw anything, anything other than Prodigy during Vegas this Correct. weekend. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's also only got like seven discs in his bag as well. Like not seven molds, like seven discs. Seven total discs. Yeah. I I think I that's was a baller move. Listening to something that yeah. that. They were talking about that, which that's crazy. I yeah. mean, um, just looking back at his numbers again, tied for 30th, 17 under. Um, he was four under in the final round today. Um, good mix of uh, birdies and bogeys. Uh, it looked like he had a, a decent round, but let's talk about the situation that he's, he's in with Prodigy now with the lawsuit and everything. Do you think that's going to affect how he plays? Do you think he's going to change discs at all? And most importantly, do you think he's going to be signing a brand new deal with Franklin Discs? <laughs> I, oh, he's already geez. confirmed that for sure. Uh, <laughs> Gannon Berta Franklin. That's exciting. <laughs> I, listen, he was talking about, I don't know. Hey, if Franklin throws the bag, he's, he can't say no. Like, he's he got to do it. He was speaking on something. It may have been. The I think Nick it was another Matt round. I, maybe. I, okay. I don't know. But um, he was. On a podcast, he was talking to somebody, and they were obviously talking about Franklin. But then he was hardcore defending them, that they came out with a new set of uh, discs. I think the mid-range is still terrible, he said, but the driver was, like, amazing. So, obviously, he's good at disc golf, so I I could probably not throw that driver. But that's, that's something that's super funny. Franklin to disc golf. Uh, that I would, would be, that would be uh, so awesome. Um, the new do you leader think it affects in him at all this, this year sports. in terms of how he plays. Yeah, I think it's already That's... affecting him. I, I don't think it's going crazy, but it's obviously something to think about during the press conference. He, uh, he was asked because everyone's going to ask him all the right. time from here right. on out. And yeah. he said like, Oh, he couldn't talk about it. That's not something yeah. he, he is a team member of prodigy prodigy discs so i think that he's got representation i'm I'm sure he's got a team that's working on it and trying to figure it out and working with prodigy to make sure uh, he's taken care of and they're taken care of at the same time 
But just a crazy situation. I, you, We haven't seen this before. We've seen a whole bunch of people leave their contract, and it's just like everyone's doing it. Why Why can't I? So to well, see was, some pushback is interesting. There was, there was a – I don't know if this is true. I didn't really follow it a ton last year, I believe. But uh, there was talks about how Prodigy tried to sue or did sue uh, Chris Dickerson when yes. he left. And yeah. uh, this same with, helped, same with helped Page, him out a lot. Supposedly. Before Page left to go to DD, that, that same situation with Chris okay. and maybe Gannon happened is what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if this is if this is a common occurrence from everybody, I, I mean, I, I hate to bash a company and I don't want to. But I think they got to start looking at things and start kind of looking in inside and kind of figuring out how they got to how they got to write the ship. Almost. It's a bad look. But at the same time, at, at least they're standing up for themselves, right? Like, if all these people are leaving all the time, yes, they need to figure out what's going wrong. I guess. But these people yeah. signed contracts that said, hey, this is what we're going to do. And right. they're now leaving that contract. I'm not so, necessarily I'm not necessarily right. on anyone's side for it because we don't know all the specifics. But mm-hmm. fr- from what I've read and understand, at least in previous situations, like with Paige and Dickerson, it sounded like the reason why they left their contract was because either they felt or maybe it was actually the case. But I'll I'll just use the hypothetical. I'm not trying to be sued here. But they felt that Prodigy wasn't fulfilling the contract on their end, whether it's like certain bonuses or certain disc uh, things or whatever. I'm not really sure what it was, but I, again, I'm reading Reddit posts. This is not exactly the bastion <laughs> of journalism. It's Reddit. What do you okay? mean? It's on the internet. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. But to me, what it seemed like, and, and from what I understood was they were leaving because they felt that prodigy was not fulfilling their end of the contract. So if that's the case, that's pretty messed up. But if someone's just trying to leave early because they just, want to go to another company or they want to get the bag from someone else like that at the same time is not right either like you signed a contract right you know you got to honor it but but gannon is you know coming off of you know some big wins uh, you know a big win last year you know he's playing really well again he's 17 what 18 whatever like he He's only going to get better. He's a freaking kid at this point, right? I want to touch on one thing real quick before we move on. Um, You had mentioned, like, they signed a contract, so they're stuck on the contract. One thing to think about, and I'm I'm sure that they're in contracts if it's noticed, but uh, the world of disc golf has changed a lot. We're seeing huge contracts go out, so... If he had a granted last year, okay, maybe he's not going to make the bag this year, but next year he's going to kill it. Yeah. Um, you've got to you've got to think of that too. If Paul didn't sign his million dollar contract, if Ricky didn't sign their million dollar contracts, then yeah. we're all still just looking at the same way that disc golf has been, sure. where when you're bringing extra digits, extra commas into these contracts. Uh, you've got to think about renegotiating them. Yeah. And 
it's important to look at and reevaluate. But at the same time, the company should want to do that too because they don't want their players upset. If Gannon's only making $10,000 a year and he's got to be worried about a $500 bonus that he didn't get, Right. Um, that's an issue. We should, we should look at that and as right, a company, right. like reevaluate and say, Hey, we, we want to renegotiate your contract. I know that you're set to make this amount for this year. We're going to up it to this amount because of how well yeah. you've been playing and because of all of the traction that disc golf has gotten. Right. So, right. Is there, really, uh, is there right. a way that they can fix it? Can they fix yes. this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're working. Show on it. me the that's, money. That that's what will fix it. I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I, think, I still feel I like think it, it, I don't think it's irreparable. I think they've hurt themselves with people a little yes. bit because Their image. Yeah. They've got they've got the idea of this big mega company hurting this seventeen year old kid, but at the same time, you've got to you've got to look at it both ways. And yeah. I think that they're. They're trying to stand up for themselves. They're they may have been trying to figure it out. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they're a terrible company, and we should all stop throwing them. I don't know because I don't have any of those facts. Yeah. So without getting everything out, which I think it will eventually get there, we'll get where uh, Gannon will be able to talk about it, and we'll be able to see what's going on or see what happened. I guess. Um, yeah. We're we're just making stuff up at this point. So. Yeah. Right. It's all speculation. Yep. Um, all right, it's, AJ, we got anything else on uh, on Vegas here? Uh, no, I think that's no. everything we wanted to hit on in okay. Las Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. I do want to real quick just – I'm bringing it – actually, I do have one other thing as well. Um, but I want to bring this up one more time because it's stuff that annoys me. The guy getting hit with AB's drive, the <laughs> goose getting hit with Paul's drive, and the uh, – savior of an OB line that KJ got is crazy. It's crazy how that stuff can just change rounds so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you don't get out of the way of a disc. It sucks for that guy. He was obviously upset about it. You could see yeah. it right away. As soon as he fell into the sand trap, he was upset that it happened. Yeah. AB was upset that that happened. The goose was probably upset <laughs> with getting, getting hit by a disc. Yeah. But those are things that are, I don't, I was watching with my dad and he was like, oh, how is that like acceptable? How can we just let somebody get hit with a disc? And then the person who threw it is penalized for that. Um, and I don't have an answer, but that's just something to think about. Crazy, crazy occurrences going on. And the last thing that I do want to um, bring up, which goes back to players and goes back to one specific person that we haven't talked about yet is my boy, Luke Sampson. Uh, Lee, well, until today, I assume was leading in the disc golf pro tour points uh, because of his tournament win last year and was even doing great at the beginning of this tournament ended up in tied for 27th, only shot two under today, had a few bo bogeys, a double bogey, but uh Really cool guy. Great guy. Love to see him killing it. Love to see him uh, really taking what he's done. I think he's only been disc golfing for like four or five years. Four years? Oh, wow. No, so, no, no. Luke, Luke is in fourth place. Oh, in the Pro Tour in the standings. In the standings, yes. Yeah. 
yeah, so super cool guy. Just wanted to kind of bring him up, shout him out, and uh, hopefully we see more of him. I think he's he's got a crazy left-hand shot that he doesn't really use. I was following him in Ledgestone last year, and it was kind of like a joke that he he drove off the tee of, I can't remember the hole, but left-handed, beautiful shot. And then everyone was just blown away because they didn't know he had that in the bag, but he's, he's got it in the bag for sure. Super cool. Nice. Let's move on. Let's talk about uh, next week. Yeah. Uh, Waco still a couple weeks away, but we'll, oh, yeah. we'll get some early thoughts on it and um, we can talk more about it as, as the weeks come, but just recapping uh, Waco last year, uh, Paul Macbeth and Valerie uh, Manduano, Ended up winning. Um, I have, sorry, I had it pulled up before. Um, I think it's Manda Juano. It was Macbeth. Throwing it out there. No, no, say it again. Thank you. Go ahead. I think it's Manda Juano. Manda Juano. I think so. I could be very wrong as well. That sounds. That sounds definitely better than what I said. Um, uh, Macbeth Humphreys. Oh, it's also McBeast, by the way. Oh, excuse me. Uh, McBeast. Humphreys, Clemens, and uh, Freeman were the uh, top four last year. And um, sorry, I had the MPO as well. Did you say or Joel Freeman? FPO. Yeah, Joel Freeman. He's killing it, honestly. So uh, Kristen Tatar, Katrina Allen, and Kat Merch, uh, top four last year at Waco. Um, but it is uh, a Shadow Ganon Burr, a prodigy event. Okay. Um. I don't remember. I'd have to look again. I know Ricky won Texas last year, but I feel like he does well in all of the Texas events just in general. Um, I think that's a stat I've seen. Is is he did, – did he say anything when he was talking about his injury? Is he planning to play on this, or is he still going to be out for a little while? I do Dude. believe he said he was playing, or okay. he was going to try and play. Okay. Dude, this chasm registered. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, that that could be non-current. Yeah, yeah. Um, technically, he was registered for LVC too. I like I like Waco. Right. It, it it's a it's a fun looking course, you know, from what I've seen in in videos. Um, so it should be exciting to watch. But, um, yeah, I, I'd like to see I'd like to see the six time world champion uh, go back to back here. You know, yeah, I agree. It'd be I, fun. I find myself whenever Paul's in it, I'm always I'm always rooting for Paul. Even today, I, 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 today I, he started I, five first five holes five under. I was like, ooh, don't yeah, let him I, get hot. It's crazy. I know somebody that as soon as they brought up somebody, boom, it was like a voodoo wild. doll. They started wild. Doing it was like they were the worst jinx of all time today. Yeah, yeah, it was Ex- except they ended up jinxing the winner into uh, first place. Also true. Um, we were, we were talking about, we, we have a little text group and we were texting back and forth on what we were thinking. And our boy, Kevin over here brought up Paul Macbeth, the hole he's on bogey brought up a B the hole he's on. He hits a guy that was in the middle of the fairway and bogey, uh, brings up Calvin Heimberg and he wins. So it's kind of back and forth. On, I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting happens. these powers from, really, to be honest. But I guess I have them. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, one thing for that, uh, or Waco, sorry, is are we going to see Simon 
in that top again and then fall off? Are we going to see KJ in the top? I think that the field is so strong right now that anyone could be up there. We're looking at names that we haven't looked at in a while, like Ezra. He's up there killing it. Uh, Ezra killing it was awesome. That that was that was kind of funny to see because he's just someone I feel like we don't talk a lot. People don't talk a lot about. I'm looking and I don't see. Maybe Simon was hurt last year. Maybe he didn't play. I I don't see him anywhere on this. Maybe he doesn't play Waco. Uh, Simon had a problem with his elbow last year. Oh, he was in the season. Yeah, six. He sixtieth place last year. Shout out two under. Or the okay. total. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, well, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Waco, I think, as things get closer. Still yep. still hard to tell what the field is and, and how another, it's going to shake out and, and everything. We got another week on uh, on preview for that one. Yeah. I'm I'm just excited that Live Disc Golf's back. I'm excited that uh, Kristen's going to be there, like you said. Paige 100%. is going to be there. That'll be fun to see. It's a true. It's a true FPO field. Not that yeah. what we just witnessed, what we just watched this weekend, wasn't a true FPO field. Yeah. But we're we're having those top guns coming back, and I think yeah. that's going to only push them a little bit further, um, in gaining traction. Yeah. Very cool. Um, All yeah. right. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about? Go over, hint on before we move into the next thing that we're going to talk no, about. I'm so ready for this next segment. You guys <laughs> have right. no idea. I'm actually a little nervous about it now, truthfully. Um, but Kev, tell us about it. We're doing a disc golf. All right. Draft. So this is going to be easily my favorite segment of the podcast every single week. Uh, we're calling it the DGD, the disc golf draft. And each week it'll be uh, its own self-contained thing, a different topic, a different set of um, uh, talent pool to pick from. But it'll be like a fantasy football draft, for example, where it's a snake draft where uh, someone picks and they're picking a team of in a minute. I'll explain exactly what it is, but they'll pick the second person will pick the next person will pick. And then, like a snake draft, it goes in reverse order. So in the first round, whoever goes first, let's say it's AJ, goes AJ, Kevin, Jordan, and then Jordan picks again. He gets pick three and four before it goes back to Kevin and then back to AJ. So um, for this one, we kind of wanted to keep it simple, just kind of introduce you guys to the format, because I think each week I'd like to keep it a competition and, you know, maybe have people vote on who they think had the best one and kind of do a running tally. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but uh, this week it is going to be uh, favorite discs. We're drafting our favorite discs, and that can be different for anyone. Uh, that can be any type of uh, company's disc. Uh, it's just got to be a PDGA um, approved disc. So you can't be throwing in um, the Ulti Stars or uh, anything like that. Isn't I'm that sorry. PDGA approved? I'm pretty sure an Ultra Star is indeed. Is it really PDGA approved? I think someone you can if, throw if, that. No, nope. if Paul no, Macbeth wanted to, he could take it and just play with it for sure. I'm almost that's, positive because the disc golf basket, and this is a little side tangent, real quick. The disc golf basket is actually designed around an Ultra Star. That's why it's so much bigger than a disc golf disc is because it was built to catch an ultra star, not a disc golf disc. Ah, 
The more so, you know, fun little I, I never knew that. I honestly uh, did not think it was PDGA approved. Speaking of the basket, did you see uh, Trash Panda? What? Did you see the one where they modified a basket yes. towards the that main range That is how I now? know about oh, that yeah. information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> great video. Cool. Loved it. Great video. Jesse um, Trash Panda. Okay, cool so let's just jump into it. The first thing we're going to have to do each time is randomize the draft order. And I believe AJ will be able to do that for us. I will. Okay. Let's uh, let's take a look at the wheel. All right. For who's going first, let me click spin. I'm nervous. I'm so <laughs> nervous. Kevin Prane over here. I shouldn't be nervous anymore. Let's go. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's see who's going second because we'll get this out of the way. I really want to pick a disc. So bad. Oh, you totally should. I know I should. I know I should. Who's second? Kevin will come in second. Jordy will ah. round us off. All right. Let's uh, let's get into <laughs> it. So now I got pressure. See, you guys prepared for this. I wanted to go off the cuff and going first. Now I got to think about my entire arsenal of disc golf discs. Yeah, right. I've kind of been loving. And yeah, it goes... It goes on and off for me, but recently in every one of my rounds, I've been finding myself just grab it every single time, and that's the Discmania Origin. Uh, yeah. It's something that I've, I've wow. apparently gotten a little bit better at disc golf, so I now flip it up a little bit, and it goes to the right for me. It holds a line. I trust it, and I also think that it is a great disc. Super cool. Something that goes in and out of the bag. I stopped carrying it for a little bit. Then I put it back in. But that's that's the one that comes to the top of my head. Um, not that you'll always have the numbers for them. And I can look them up if you don't, because I just did. But just for the sake of letting everyone know, the origin is a 5-5 five, five, minus 1-1. One, one. So it's like a stable mid-range. Would that be fair to say? Sure. Okay. What What types of shots do you use it for? Where do you try to incorporate it into your game? Kind of stuff like that. Tell, tell us a little bit more about it. Um, I can control it really well. So if okay. it's something super narrow, uh, tunnel, or I've, I've been finding myself actually getting it to go right pretty well. So okay. if I put it on a line, I can kind of get it to stay on that line. So if my elbow starts hurting from my forehands or I'm just not feeling a forehand, there's something in the way and I want to give a little backhand Annie, that's the disc that I generally will will do it with. It's going to hold the line and finish nice and soft for me. Okay. Um, I, I really that is the disc that I find myself throwing probably more than any other disc. I wish that I paid more attention to the discs that I threw and actually tracked them. If you if you ball golf or if you golf, there's a there's an application called Arcos that you can put on your clubs. It'll tell you how far you hit the ball. It'll tell you what disc or what uh, club you drove with or hit with. Um, I wish we had something like that that was easy in yeah. disc golf because then be cool. I would know all of that information. I'm a big I, I love agree. seeing statistics on yeah. things so I can see how bad I am at those said things. The analytics. Uh, 
So it would be really cool to have an application that will show you that, that could just answer that question for you. But in my mind, I'm pulling that out all the time. If I need to go yeah. dead straight, I'm giving it a little hyzer flip, sending it. If I need to go to the right, sending it. Um, and it's, it's a mid range. So it's right. probably a disc that I can get pretty far at my, at my full distance. Um, because I'm terrible, as they say, a noodle arm. Yeah. But uh, when, I, when I throw that, it just feels good. It flies good. It looks good. Everything about that disc just seems to work for me most of the time. I never really have a bad throw with that disc. Like everyone, I take second shots. I take third shots. Yeah. If I'm thinking, oh, you know what? Let me try out this other disc. I hit the tree right in front of me. I go pick it up, throw it again, hit the tree in front of me. And then I go, you know what? Let me pull out the origin. Let me hit this gap. And it just goes right through and does exactly what I should have done the first time. So that is my disc, the Discmania origin. All right. Sorry, and I I'm use it write, in the I'm Neo Classic. Let me, let me actually throw that out too. It's the Neo origin. So, it's pink origin. in case you wanted to know that but and it's usually followed with an orgy baby uh, yeah that's true. sentence said that's, in that. that's yeah that's my orgy um okay so aj and jordan are very good friends of mine for you know people that might not know us uh so i think i'm a I, better friend because i went first and didn't pick the disc i'm gonna go ahead and just pick. tell you right now they know for a fact when i'm picking it's not a competition. It's not a question. It's not even close. It's like this disc is my favorite disc and everything else is on the first floor of my house. Uh, it's the Westside Discs Harp. It's the first disc that I specifically remember falling in love with. And I don't know if it was just because I threw it really well the first couple times I threw it, but it does pretty much everything for me. I'm mostly a, a forehand thrower. I say mostly, it's like 95% of the time, but we'll get into that a little bit more because that's kind of one of my just call goals, not to spoil things. Um, I throw mostly forehands. So for, for whatever reason, an overstable disc is just something that I kind of gravitate to a lot where I'll just try to throw uh, a little bit to the left and it'll come back right. Overstable is pretty reliable in that sense. But the harp, for whatever reason, was the first disc that I felt like I could throw it in terms of my arm speed relatively to the max of what it could get uh it's a 4303 so again it's an overstable mid-range putter is what they call it um but i'll tee off with it on a lot of holes that are anywhere between two or three hundred feet i'm not going to get to 300 but i could get somewhere in between 200 and and maybe max out around 250. um it does what i want every single time i know exactly what i'm going to do with it and um, I just like how it feels coming out of my hand. And I think early on in disc golf, that's a really important thing. Like how you're throwing things, how it feels, what works. Just go with what works. Over time, I've been able to incorporate different shots and different ways to kind of use it. But Westside Discs Harp, number one in my heart and in yours. Definitely not a zone. Uh, not right. even close to the same thing. <laughs> I listen. I love the harp too. I I oh. it was hard for me not to just pick it. Not only because it would be very fun to see you scramble for a new disc, but also <laughs> because it's a great disc. And I 
I was the first tournament I ever played. That's the disc that when I threw it, everyone on my card was like, holy crap, you're like kind of good. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm getting lucky, but I'm going to keep doing it with this disc. And I would put it within bullseye every time I flicked it right at the basket. Super cool. I even threw it in to, to move myself up, I think like three places on the last day on hole 18 put it right in the basket really cool i love the, i love the harp i love it i love it so much love sleep the, with i was looking every around day. it disappeared hold on hold on hold on always have one nearby i should have had this earlier but this you is a bought two uh, of those so you this is a dd limited edition uh uh moonshine harp i guess this was um there's like a million of them but uh you need one in your bag if you don't have is it glow in the dark or is it a lucid ice it's it maybe it's a lucid ice i don't know if it's a moonshine i'd have to look but kev kev real quick how many harps do you have on your wall right there i looked up i don't have any on my wall weirdly enough because really? they're um, all in his bag. Yeah, I yeah. in my Boy bag. Just bags harps. In my bag, I I bag four harps though. No joke. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. So I I, I guess it's my turn now. I get two yeah, right. Get back to back. You get back I get to two? back. Yeah, okay, that's right. All right. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the dagger. Okay. The uh, the, the latitude lap sixty four. You're gonna get stabbed with the dagger. dagger. Oh, okay. Latitude sixty four dagger. Both of you guys going on Ricky discs. Okay. I, uh, this is, this has been my go-to putter since disc mania had the problem, uh, producing discs. I, uh, I was putting the P2 for a while Yeah. and, uh, I was loving that. I, I loved it and then, uh, couldn't find any anywhere. And then obviously Ricky came back to dynamic, released the Ricky, the Ricky dagger and, that's that's been my go-to ever since. It's I, I love You're it. Welcome. I can keep it straight. Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I can keep it straight. It holds its line, and it's got a ton of glide. Yeah, so it's got a lot of glide. I, what, what is it? Two five zero one, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, let I me think look it's, it up. I think it's up there. You keep talking. I'll look at numbers. But uh, but yeah, no, that's that's my go-to putter. I don't throw it a ton, so uh, we'll see where we get to on that part. Two five zero one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So ton of glide. Yeah. Um, my next disc. I'm gonna go with. Oh. I'm gonna take the truth, the dynamic disc truth. Actually, to be more exact, the uh, the EMAC truth. truth. Um. You can be as uh, specific as you want. That works. I I like the uh the little. Pop top to the uh, to the Emacs. It uh, it just it yeah. What's the, the difference on the Emacs? As soon as I put it on there, what's the difference on the Emacs versus the regular ones? So I have a I have a Lucid Truth, and it's much more flat. I uh, believe I, it's also the bead. I don't know which way it goes, but one's beaded, one's not. I don't know if Emacs oh, a bead guy or a bead guy. I, I do know that it's flatter, and the uh, the regular truth is a little bit more understable. Might also be because it's a little bit more broken in, but the uh, the Emac truth. If I throw it on a line, it's it's staying on that line and it's going where I'm pointing. That's if I can keep my form and uh, not pull up. But we'll we'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> not send yeah. it to the moon. Okay, so Emac truth. 
uh, and the dagger. Those are your two. Yeah. Um, this is another one that I think is probably not a surprise to to both of you guys. I would assume. I'll let you. I'll let you guess. What do you think is my next one? I mean, I can see it. So. Oh, oh, you're looking at the screen here. Yeah, uh, it's the <laughs> Dynamic Discs uh, Justice. This was actually the first disc I ever bought off of a recommendation from someone. It was like maybe the second time or, or, or maybe the third time I was ever in a disc shop. Um, and someone had recommended it. I don't know why exactly, but uh, the Dynamic Discs Justice is almost kind of like a utility disc, I would call it. Um, but I've kind of used it for a lot of um, of different shots. It's it's a very overstable mid range. Uh, it's five one zero point five four. So um, it really it, it, you gotta huck it to get you know the five speed out of it if you want some distance, and it'll drop on a dime. It cuts pretty quick. Um, so if you got something that's that's a, a hole where it's a hard you know cut left or right one way or the other um or if you're just trying to get somewhere and you don't want it to really i mean there's there's one glide so it's not it's not going to hang up in the air all that often but if you know how to throw it the right way it will it will be one of those discs that you can consistently throw for um whether it's an upshot or whether it's an approach shot of some kind where you're you know not quite at a putting approach shot, but you don't feel like throwing, you know, your fairway driver again because it's a shorter hole. The Justice is the perfect uh, kind of disc for that. It's great in the wind, too. And um, I'm looking at the Dynamic Discs website, and it specifically says forehands. It's a it's great super funny. Disc. It's funny that you bring that up because both of the discs that you picked so far forehands. are forehand discs for me. Yeah. Where, yeah, I mean that's my game. That's just that's, that's for whatever reason that's how that I've played. The and, same thing. and these two discs in particular have been the two discs I would say that I will always have in my bag no matter what. Um the the Justice is a little bit faster. I don't want to call it a faster version of the harp, but it's a version where if I need a little bit more distance than what the harp would get and I want something to stop faster. I'm going with the justice. Otherwise, I'll probably throw the harp. Um, but they're kind of similar discs. It just, it does not, it it, it will not turn over. That's a disc that just won't. Um, it, it's it's short distance. Or they, they say, throw the justice one time and you will not be able to reach for anything else for a short distance over stable answer. He's and a, I feel like that pretty much describes what I'm I'm looking for out of it. He's so. a dynamic discs plant. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Actually, you're a trilogy plant. Sorry. I'll be honest. Directly from the website. I'm looking at my list. Uh, There's only one more trilogy disc that I might take, and I'm not sure. Okay. But I mean, that's that's two out of four. I'll just start labeling them out. Um, One thing that I do want to say about the justice. One, actually two things. One is the one that I bag and the one that I have is one of the prettiest discs I've ever seen. It is the Eric Oakley uh, Justice with the Statue of Liberty on it. Super cool. Um, I when I first saw it, I think I bought three of them because they're just that pretty. Uh, But if you know me, that three, I guess, isn't that many, but uh, really cool disc. And I found myself 
actually, as I was getting better, putting it in that forehand mid-range, need it to go right, since I am right-handed slot, where I used to throw like the Sexton Firebird. That used to be the disc that I would throw. Now I've started getting that Firebird further and letting it go straight a lot longer. So I've replaced that with the Justice in my bag. Um, But Jordan, you bag a Justice? I have one. Yeah. Do you you throw it all? He has one. No, it's blue, uh, right? I don't throw it a ton. No, it's pink. You don't. Oh, okay. is it the pink one? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't throw it a ton. Specifically for me, I don't know why I'm looking up at it on my wall and I can't reach it because it's it's too high up. But the Biofusion Justice was the first one I ever had, which was a specific mold from Dynamic. And uh, I just like how it flew. I don't know if it was necessarily any more over or understable, but I beat the hell out of that thing. So I don't even throw it anymore. Yeah, no, mine. Uh, I like it. I enjoy it. I haven't yeah. really, to be completely honest, I usually just go to a harp um, if I'm going to throw mm. something that I want overstable to finish. I feel that. Uh, overstable. But yeah. no, mine's the, uh, it's the pink one with the, uh, with the American flag. Stamp? No, the American flag stamp. Just, I don't know your right. bag anymore. It's been too long. Come down to Florida. Um, come up, come up to New England. All right, AJ, you got, you got back to backs here. Back to back, which I'm nervous about because I told you that I have not planned a thing and <laughs> that is now coming to uh, bite me in the rear end. Um, but I guess I will, I'm putting it back in the bag in my mind right now. And the okay. only disc that I have an ace with and yep. the disc that I got yep. every single person that I play okay. disc golf with to purchase themselves it's a great is... Disc. The AJ Risley 2021 team well, series. Specifically the 2021. <laughs> I, I was trying to remember what year it was, if it was a 2021 or 2020, but the team series hybrid warden. Super cool disc. It's a putter. Um, I feel like I can get that thing to really do whatever I want. It's the only disc that I've ever aced with. I aced it right before I ended up meeting AJ Risley, and it was super cool. Great, uh, great disc, great putter. I putt with premium plastic for some reason. I'm a weirdo. I'm starting to change that a little bit, but it is just a great overall disc that once people use it, it seems like they throw it at least for a little bit. Like I said, I got every single person that I disc golf with to purchase one, um, including both of the people here with me today. Still haven't uh, thrown it. Still haven't thrown it. Okay. Well, you've made a mistake so far. I still bag. You I still like a year mine. ago. Yeah. Um, so that is just, I think since I aced with it, that's got to be a disc that's in my radar and even if i don't use it currently it's still something that when i when i feel off i can go grab it and feel like a million dollars um which makes no sense why i don't bag it but i guess i just like going through discs and trying to figure out yeah. what uh what i want to use i get you've, that you've got enough that you need to try so uh, i do right. have a lot of discs yeah. uh so for my next disc where we're going to get fast here and this blows my mind. It's only just now becoming a disc that I'm going to bring up and speak to. I want to say I've been throwing it for a month and that is the Innova destroyer, which Ooh. is crazy wow. because I, I am not good and I don't throw things. I actually can tell you right now that during a round of disc golf, 
neither one of you has seen me throw a destroyer because That's I never correct. throw it. No. Uh, but recently I started throwing a star plastic destroyer. Okay. And I can actually somehow get it to turn for me. So I can throw that thing and kind of bomb with it. Where uh, the Shrike was also a potential to throw in there. Because that's the disc that I was using before I found this Star Destroyer. But the Shrike, sometimes I wouldn't get enough behind it. And I wouldn't get it to uh, finish. Or I'd get too much behind it. And it would just sail right for me. Where when I throw this Star Destroyer that I have in my bag, that the only reason I have it is because someone didn't answer a text message when I found it and still have yet to respond to me. This was like a year and a half ago. I finally decided to put it in the bag and try it out. And now now it's a super cool disc that I use all the time. So that is... I feel like I can throw it really far, which really far for me is like 200 feet. So that's that's pretty cool. I m- I miss my strike. Yeah, you were when a big you, strike guy. When did you throw yours, Jordan? I lost it at uh, Bellamy. Remember oh. on the river? Oh, yeah. Sad day. Pouring out. Pouring out. R.I.P. Um, Shrike. Okay. So that would make me next. You're up. Um, I'm kind of stuck on where I'm going to go with this. I have I have a couple of discs that I like, and maybe I'll just throw a few out in my uh, meant my uh, what's the word I'm looking honorable for? Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I don't know why I couldn't. Think I was of that. just Thank thinking you. about that because now I was I, like I, mentions, I, mentions. I was like, why can't I think of honorable mentions? I've got um, some discs that I need I would to say this is too. probably my third most used disc. Um, I don't know if it's one that you guys necessarily notice I throw a lot, but I have three of the them. In, I have three of them in my bag, actually. Once again, I just I'm just a guy. I, I think I only bag two now, but I have three that I bought total. It's the Inn of a Thunderbird. Oh, yeah. Um it's probably my favorite um distance. It, it's a fairway driver. But it's like the it's the it's the disc I would say I throw when I'm trying to get the most distance outside of like a couple of other discs I have. It's it's a nine five zero two. I think I just looked up the Thunderbird's a nine five zero two. Um, so it's a slightly overstable fairway driver is what I think a lot of people would call it. And um, I just think it's super reliable. It It has a little bit of a flex to it, but it's not enough where it's going to like kind of mess up. Uh, your flight path and where you want to go. Um, it's a great, once again, it's a great forehand disc for me. I'd at like least. to note also yeah. a forehand disc, a Jeremy yeah. Coling forehand disc, if you will. Yeah, so. it's um, it, the, yeah. the forehand, the forehand goat, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So, yeah. do you um, throw anything back in? Um, the harp <laughs> I can throw back in. The, <laughs> the buzz I'll throw back in, and okay. uh, putting. <laughs> he is not a forehand yeah. putter, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yep. Um we'll talk again, we'll talk a little bit more about that. I have some goals that I, I want to try to okay. accomplish in terms of that. But anyway, right. the Thunderbird I find to be super reliable. It does what I want every single time. And again, that's what I want to do with a lot of these discs. I just want them to be like do what I want them to do, 
consistently. And the Thunderbird does that for me. It has good speed, a five glide, so it definitely floats for a little bit. Again, it's a really good, uh, you know, disc for me off of the tee. I would say if it's a new course and it's a hole that's longer than 300 feet, 75 to 80% of the time, I'm probably going to throw the Thunderbird. It just works. So, yep. Very cool. Uh, Jordan, back to back. Oh, okay. This will this will finish off your. Uh, these are my last two. Your draft. Yep. <clears throat> oh. So one disc I haven't thrown a ton, but I just bought probably towards the end of last season, um, and I absolutely love it. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Discraft Avenger SS. Ooh, great disc. Uh, it's just, it's something that when I, when my form's right, that thing will just fly. Um, that's a disc that I can throw, uh, backhand actually. Played a couple rounds with it. that's another, you're welcome, Jordan. I think I'm Uh, the one that got you throwing. You, you got me throwing Definitely an AJ. Thank you. Yes. I, I threw yours once, uh, in the fields at Muldoon. That's, that's the first time I threw it and I wanted one after that. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, it's just. I mean, like the Discraft website says, the Avenger SS <laughs> is a distance driver for the rest of us. We've got a, a Discraft shill and a trilogy shill in the uh, um, in the chat. I, I'm three for three, three different companies. Avenger SS uh, ten five minus three one. Yeah. So I slightly understand. Put it back in my bag too. So Avenger put, SS back in the bag. You yeah. put that back in. Yeah. All right. Flight chart says it can go again. Not you and I are going to get this, but the flight chart says it can go like three ninety. That's that's what it looks like. It maxes out. Actually, I, I every do, every I do that every I day. Three ninety. I do that when every I'm day. sleeping and and thinking about. Yeah, this. exactly. Must be nice. Yeah. Um. I would. What's okay. next? So for my 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 fourth one, I'm gonna. Fourth and final. Oh. Okay, I haven't thrown it yet. I ordered it. I bought it. And it's hyped up so much for me. You just want it because it's pretty. It's hyped up so much for me that I can't wait to throw this. And I'm thinking it might take the spot of a lot of my approach putters. I am super excited for the MVP glitch. Yep, Kevin knew it. Uh... I am just super stoked to finally get out there and try this once I am not hurt anymore and can finally throw. Um, but I, I, I think that's going to be a huge go-to disc in my bag going forward. It's an interesting disc. I'll say something quick about it because I've only played one round with it. First of all, they're, they're super light. I think like 152 is the heaviest they go, which is the one that I have. Um, so you can't really throw it that hard without you know it just turning you gotta you gotta kind of go right. soft with it but it's an it's an approach disc and it's a one speed so you, you should expect that but right um it's very good the seven glide is real it is very floaty it floats i think you're right jordan it's a good approach disc that's that's absolutely what it's designed for and it, and it does a decent job with it i don't know if it's something i could putt with though i tried a few times not really working, but definitely great approach. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it'll be a putter, but or yeah. a putt, a putting putter, but it'll definitely probably be a throwing putter. 
and actually just finally a disc that I can throw in the backyard and just play catch with somebody. It, that that too. It seems like it's it's and it's marketed as like pretty much almost a frisbee. That's what it kind of felt like when I was throwing it. So pretty much almost a frisbee. Yeah. Yeah. Even the commercial, cool. they're playing catch, I think, and then the person turns into a basket. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I got disc. one before got? AJ. I, I've got a few here. Trying oh, to and... figure out. What's that? Go ahead. Nothing. Oh. I'll say it after I go. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm between two, but I'm going to go with the weirder one because I just want to talk about it. Love and it. that's the Discraft flick. The flick. Okay. Um, it's it's a weird disc. I, I like weird discs because I'm a weird disc golfer, I feel like. Um, it's a 12-3-1-5, so very overstable. And it is, once again, a forehand disc, obviously, because it's called the flick, which uh, I don't know if that's what you call it, but that's like a term that I learned from Ultimate Frisbee. Flicking it is when you throw forehand, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, it's very overstable. It's got a 12 speed, so really what I do is I like to absolutely just destroy my arm whenever I throw it and uh, just, you know, huck the heck out of it. I throw it as hard as I can, and that's probably why my arms get sore if I throw it too many times in a round, because I'm, like, essentially throwing it like a submarine pitcher, you know? Um, but the good thing about it is it uh, it won't go very far for me necessarily, but it will go fast, and it will drop hard. I would say the flick to me is kind of what I look like, what I look at the justice for, just with longer shots. And if I'm trying to get around something hard, but I want to try to get a little bit more distance, the flick is what I'm going to do. Also, I think upshots, this is the perfect disc for. Specifically, and not everyone's going to know this, but I threw it on my drive at 18 uh, on Hollows North last time we played. And I had one of the better drives I've had for in a while. You flicked it? From uh, from the long tee uh, forehand, and I made it pretty much on top of the hill. It it was... It was one of the best drives I've ever had there. So uh, it's a weird disc. Again, utility situation. It's not going to be for everyone, but like all of my discs, obviously, forehand. It's a, it's a very strong forehand disc with high speed, decent glide, but it's going to really just drop on a dime, which I like that with a lot of my discs. I want them to go as far as they can and then just drop because if they're floating or gliding, I just sometimes I'm afraid I don't know where they're going to end up. That's just how I usually play, so. Uh, that's me. Gotcha. AJ. All right. For my last disc, and I've, I'll throw this out there now. I've decided we're going to get two honorable mentions each. Okay. And we're going to go, we're going to okay. go in the same order. And it's not like a conversation. We're just going to send it out there. Okay. Um, you can have a quick sentence or two, but yeah. I've, I decided that because it was hard for me to decide between the last two. That's fine. Um, I'm going to go with to for a few different reasons. The disc that everyone loves, and if you don't love it, you're wrong, and that is the Berg. Um, the Berg, for me, is a super cool disc, weird disc, it's but a cool disc. great approach disc. I feel like <clears throat> I can flick it, I can backhand it, and it goes wherever I want it to. Uh, I can kind of put it wherever I need to. It'll go there for me. Uh, at the same time, they make a soft berg that 
this is what made me think of it for the glitch before the glitch the catch disc that i've the only disc that i've played catch with is the soft bird um and that's it's a great warm-up little toss between the boys disc and really get into the mood for disc golf um and it's they say it sticks i have had bird rollaways but that's just because i'm terrible but when i throw it right it it just stays wherever you want it to um, I have put with it before because I'm lazy and I don't feel like getting my putters out. I just pick it up and toss it in. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I, especially for my list to, to round out my bag, that's the disc I needed. If we wanted to go out on the course and I only had those four discs, I know that I could do whatever I needed to, yeah. um, with those. So the one that comes in my first honorable mention is the Sexton Firebird. That's the other disc that I was thinking about throwing in there because when I first started, that was my, okay, I need this to go straight for a little bit and then dip off to the left or dip off to the right. Um, It's been my forehand disc. I love it. I can actually get it to uh, S-curve for me on a forehand. I get it with an Anheuser, get it to come right back. Super cool. Kev, you're up for your honorable. Uh, my first one is going to be the Latitude 64 Pure. Um, it's a putter that I always keep in my bag, and sometimes I putt with it, sometimes I approach with it, sometimes it'll be a disc off the tee. I feel like it's really versatile, but I've always had one. I used to have an old, like a blue, softer one. I have a bunch of different orange, gold ones that everyone has because I got a bunch of them at one point. That's a story for another time. But um, mm-hmm. the Latitude 64 Pure, I feel like, is just a really nice, consistent putter it's a three three minus one one uh it feels pretty stable to me whatever type of hyzer and hyzer i put on it it feels like it holds well so i I like the pure and that's a that's a disc i feel like i'll always bag very cool jordy send it two in a row (sighs) speed round hate you for the pure Um, (laughs) but since you took the pure i'm gonna go with the gateway shaman Ooh. Uh, I love I love this one off of the uh, off the uh, the tee pad just throwing uh, it it seems to hold that line and it's it's a nice just stable putter for me that I can just put some put some gusto behind and let that fly yeah um, my last honorable mention is going to be the dynamic disc slammer um, since I wasn't able to get the heart uh, the slammer <laughs> is the next best option for me I would agree. Uh, to where it's it's a nice overstable approach where I can flick it, yeah. Uh, put it put a nice little S curve on it and and let it let it glide right to the pole. Yeah, it's uh it's it's a steady one for me. Very cool, Kev Sander. Um, it, this is a disc that I only recently started throwing because it came in a player pack for a uh, trilogy challenge. Uh, not trilogy challenge. A uh, I can't even remember what they call the mvp version of that but it was an mvp one where you know you get an mvp disc an axiom disc and a streamline disc um and we ended up getting the axiom rhythm which is a disc that i i like throwing a lot uh for a couple different reasons again it's a disc i throw forehand i'm not sure that it necessarily is it's a seven five minus two one so it's a slightly understable fairway long mid-range to fairway driver 
Um, but for me, it's one of the first discs that I've been able to really have good control over forehanding if I needed to finish right. Uh, excuse me, if I needed to finish uh, left. Sorry, I don't know why that was so difficult for me to, <laughs> in my head, figure yes, out. Yes, right, they're tough. Um, it's, it's a disc that I can finish left with. So I feel like I have good control with it. It's been, you know, I've enjoyed throwing it. I'd like to get another one other than the one that I have, just in a different mold, see what works. But I like that disc so far. I've been throwing it a fair amount, and I think I'm going to keep it in the bag for a little while. Very cool. All right, for my last disc and the last disc of our DGG, DGD, if you will, I'm stuck between two, so I'm going to go with the one that I've thrown less, which is interesting, but that I throw more in certain situations, and that is the Sky God 4. Ooh, uh, nice. Super cool disc. Really fun. I I think of one or two holes every time whenever I see it where I can throw that disc and I know exactly where it's going to go, and that's right underneath the basket. Uh, unfortunately, not in the basket because I'm not that good, but it'll always get close. It'll always be where I need it to. Um, really, really cool disc. Big fan. That's my putter uh, currently. That's my main putter. Yeah. Yeah. And I use the so, sky. I have some other P2s as well, which is Yeah, the other the one that I was going to go with was the yeah. Luna, which is just a sky god or a p2 or right. whatever so really cool great yeah that was a lot of fun i'm i'm kind of into that yeah so each uh, week we'll do different uh we'll do different drafts in terms of styles of discs certain players courses we we can kind of do whatever we want with it and we'd like to make it interactive and have people vote on it i think that would be fun to see who kind of has the best so yeah who got the best um, bag let's let's uh real quick just recap each of our bags i'll go first since i'm talking yeah. go i got ahead. the Discmania origin the uh who makes the warden which one of them dynamic discs i think yes. it's a, i think it's yeah. a dd warden yeah uh then the innova destroyer then i finished it off with the berg made by castoplast yeah um i i had obviously the best disc in all of disc golf uh <laughs> at pick number two obviously aj just missed out on a surefire thing it's yeah he went with missed jamarcus russell you. he went with jamarcus russell i went with tom brady like it's whatever fine i get it but um uh west side vip specifically the west side vip harp uh, and then I have the dynamic discs justice. I would say specifically the biofusion as I look up at it on my wall here, the biofusion justice. Uh, then I also have the end of a Thunderbird and uh, to finish it off the discraft. Uh, let's go with the big Z mold uh, flick. Oh, I like the Z's. That's that's like, my favorite type of plastic. Like but. like how you uh, you pulled that one out there. Uh, my four discs for the uh, Latitude 64 dagger, the DD Emac Truth. Uh, the Discraft Vendor SS in the ESP plastic, and then the MVP glitch. Uh, nice. I like I, I like ESP plastics. Yeah, it just it feels oh, super soft. Feels good. Um, since we're talking about it, real quick, remember how we've talked about this before on like what manufacturer you lean towards or what manufacturer? I didn't yeah. pick any Discraft. That blows my mind. I don't no, have didn't. any Discraft in my bag yet. I probably throw more Discraft than anything else. Sure. So that's that's interesting. Maybe I just yeah. like the feel of the Discraft, but I don't. I'm not good with it. Interesting. Like not even in my honorable mentions. Yeah. That uh, that the that Sky God technically I could go with the Luna because that's what I put with, but I decided to go Sky God instead. So yeah. that's 
that that blows my mind um that's super cool yeah all right uh jordan do you want to talk about our last little section that we're talking about the deep dive what we're getting into yeah so uh how we're going to kind of finish off this first episode is we're going to kind of get to know us and kind of what we're looking forward to over the next year and kind of where we'd like to see our games grow um and kind of what we'd kind of like to see out of ourselves out of our out of our group out of this host this group of hosts that we have here on this podcast and then yeah. outside of our i mean even our surrounding group too yeah um we've i think this is probably something we'll talk about a lot throughout the year in terms of how right. we're doing with them things we want to work on and i think like as we bring in other people as well onto the podcast that would probably be something i'd like to ask everyone like what's your disc golf oh. goal what are you working on what do you want to get better with for sure. So, I think yeah. these I think these are going to be staples throughout the year. We're going to check yeah. in. We're going to kind of look at milestones, how we're doing, where we're at. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're just going to kick right off on this first question. What do you want to accomplish in disc golf in 2023? Um, for me personally, right now, I am rated 756. It's not great. I play a lot of rec uh, when I'm playing any tournaments. I love rec. It's super fun. The guys are chill. Um, it's just, it's a good time. I obviously want to stay rec. Uh, but what I'd like to see out of myself is kind of my, my rating go from take a, take a decent jump. I want to get up above 850 before the end of the year. Oh, nice. Um, I like that. So obviously that means that I have to play in some tournaments, which Gotta hopefully, play I, can, the tournaments to get the hopefully I can start doing, uh, yeah. relatively soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's kind of my, my biggest goal is to, uh, to get that rating up. Kev, what do you think? I have a couple of different goals and this one might be kind of random because the next question more specifically fits the other thing I want to talk about, but something that I was thinking about the other day that I really want to accomplish in 2023. And it's like very hyper-specific that not everyone will understand, but, uh, I want to shoot a plus two at hollows north the best From i've ever shorts. done is shorts uh, no i uh, i mean shorts long, in general, i guess it doesn't matter okay. but it's going to be more attainable on shorts i would say yeah. um it's it's my home course it's the course that's like 15 minutes away from where i live so i play that course a lot and i would like to be getting better at that course because i'd like to play it once a week so I'd like to be at a point where I can shoot a plus. I know plus two is like a random number, but in my head, I was trying to figure out exactly where I think what would be an attainable goal for me. Plus five is what I've shot my best ever there. So I feel like my game really improved last year in terms of closing the gap from where I was to where I'm at now. I think my putting probably had something to do with that, but I'd like to be able to shoot a plus two at Hollows North. And, and um, I just feel like for me, as I get better over time, that's a course I really want to shoot even on. Like, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do that this year. So I feel like if I can get at least one round where I get a plus two, I'll be pretty stoked. It's weirdly hyper specific, but what was that? Your stretch goal is to uh, shoot even. Your yeah. normal goal is two over. Stretch yeah. goal, yeah, 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 get even. I, like I, I would say that it's just because it's a course I know and I know how I can play and I feel like it's attainable because I played a lot. I'm going to learn more about myself and how I play. So I should be able to get better at it. Love it. Yeah. Um, 
So for me, and this is going to sound weird because I've played a lot of disc golf in the, what, year and a half, two years that I've been playing it. Um, but I'd like to be more consistent with playing disc golf. So I'll have stretches of weeks where I just don't play and then I'll play 57 times in three days and then I'll take a day off and then I'll play some more. And that's both inconsistent rhythm wise. So I want to get a rhythm down and be able to play like every Friday morning, I go out and play nine holes or every Sunday I get a group and we go play. So it can be kind of that thing to look forward to, but at the same time, also more consistency in the way that I play and being able to play a consistent round where right now you can look at me playing the same course five days in a row. And I go from shooting plus nine to six under to even to plus 15 to minus two. And I'm kind of just all over the place. And I think that a lot of it relies on me or I guess is because of me switching out discs all the time and changing how I approach holes and really just messing around, which is what I've kind of done since I started playing, switching out discs all the time, trying out a whole bunch of different discs, trying out different throws on the same holes just to get a different feel for it and see what works best. I'd like to kind of hone that in and really look at being consistent. So consistency is what I'm looking for. Consistency is a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Um, Okay. I just have another quick one just before we move into the other kind of part of this, but uh another thing i definitely want to accomplish this year is i want and jordan kind of talked about it but i want to play more tournaments Mm -hmm. um i want to play against other competition that isn't like no offense to you guys i I love playing with you guys but i want to play with (laughs) other people and see where my game's at comparatively to other people that are playing just like if they can help me with something that you know they notice that other people don't or if I can kind of see how I stack up against uh, a regular Joe Schmo in the same division as me. I just, I kind of want to get a better feel for where I'm at and where I've improved in my game and what I can do to get better. And I just feel like playing tournaments is one of those things that's going to help improve my game. Yeah. Oh, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Tournaments are a lot of fun. I've played yeah, them too. They are. And they are. I had I've, a I've ball only with played, it. I've only played two pdga mm-hmm. b tier what what's what b tier were they maybe uh, maybe they were c it, it was a no it was a b and now it's an a tier okay yeah the last, so the last time you played it is it's an a tier now i mean there's there's some tournaments i'd like to play this year that i think would be fun but that's definitely something i i want you should accomplish. go to a disc golf pro tour stop and play the amateur side that goes with it that that like Ledstone, for example, Green Mountain Championship, one of the... Oh, wait, those are the two that I played. Those are fun. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, I don't know if Green Mountain's... Ha- is Green Mountain happening this year with the Worlds? Uh, I'm sure that they'll do an amateur side. I don't know, though. I haven't looked. All right, la- last question of this part, and then yeah. uh, and then I think I think we're ready to wrap up. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to get better at, or and uh, what do you want to see from your game oh uh i can start if you don't know what you're thinking yet oh no i i have a ton of things oh okay 
but I mean, really, really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal this kind of from AJ. I, I want to be more consistent. Yeah. Um, there are holes where I feel fantastic, no. and I, I completely rip a drive, and then I get up there and I completely shank my putt. I put it off the band. I put it off the basket, and it turns that next hole completely sour for me, and I have a miserable time. Um, and then that kind of carries over from hole to hole. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see myself become a little bit more consistent. And I'd, li- I'd like to see myself uh, really start to hone in on my form and kind of yeah. every single shot be relatively the same. Um, one, I think it'll help with longevity for the body, um, being able to throw correctly rather than trying to just grip it and rip it. Yeah. There's sometimes where that, it's like, all right, grip it and rip it. Yeah, let's do it. But uh, that's that's my problem is I think that's why I my like elbow or my arm hurts a lot because my form sucks right. and I'm just ripping shots. Right, and a right. lot of times if I play too much, it's like, why is my arm so sore? It feels like it's dead. And well, that's probably because I'm just not throwing the correct way. That's going to yeah. it's going to work. Sorry to interject, but what's form? Yeah, <laughs> it's not <laughs> something I know of. Yeah. I've never heard about it. So what about what about you, AJ? What do you what do you want to get better at? Um, I think that I would like to get better at putting. Um, I I've never really worked on anything in my disc golf game. I literally just go out and throw discs on courses. I never really practice. I don't warm up. I don't really throw in the field. Sometimes we'll throw in the field, but that's 10, 15 shots where we're just throwing all different discs, seeing what they do or just messing around to see if we can get it in the woods on the other side of the field. Um, Where I think that putting is something that adds a billion strokes to your game over your lifetime, where if you can get that honed in, you're going to tenfold your scores and do way better just because of putting think of how many times you hit the basket how many times you're short high left right uh it's the most shots that you take and you almost every hole will be putting so if you can jump on that and get better there your game's gonna improve tenfold so that's that's what i want to do really i've got a basket I can go outside and do it. I just haven't. It's It hasn't yeah. been something that I've been good at making myself do. Because when I think about disc golf, I just want to go to the course and play. I want to play. Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to do this practice stuff. I just want to be good. What the heck? Why doesn't that work? I so get that. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the consistency. And I think with consistency, putting is the biggest thing to get consistent with. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I've kind of alluded to it and it shouldn't be any surprise to you guys, but like, I just want to get better with my backhand. I I say that all the time (laughs) and it's so difficult because (laughs) I just, I'm so bad at the backhand shots. It's like forehand just carries me and it always has. But if I want to get better as a disc golfer, I have to develop that shot and I have to be more consistent about throwing it. So whether it's like just throwing a second shot on rounds with with friends or I'm just throwing a backhand shot or just committing to to doing it and taking my lumps and taking more scores but knowing in the end eventually it's going to make my my game overall better um yeah 
it's back. I think that's where what I just finished with is it's practicing. And, and like I said, I'm terrible at it, but not yeah. going and just playing while you're throwing backhands. Yeah. But field, actually going field work is definitely a big one. Work. I got to do more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you guys for, uh, for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're watching Kevin Jordan, thanks for going on this adventure with me and kind hey, of thank you. talking Let's about this golf. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a lot of fun. I had a ton of fun. I have no idea how long we were just talking for. I feel like it was a lot longer than we expected and a lot longer than uh, we imagined we were going to be talking. But to finish this off, I'm AJ. One of them's Kevin. One of them's Jordan. We'll uh, hopefully see you again soon. Thanks for listening to us talk for however long we've been talking. But... Instead of having a great round, why don't you go ahead and put it in the basket?